about three things, we were absolutely positive. First, this was a podcast about young adult fiction. Second, a part of us, and we didn't know how dominant that part was, loved these books. And third, we unconditionally and irrevocably hated them. Hello everyone, I'm Chloe. And I'm Fran, and this is Breaking Down the YA Saga, a podcast where two grown-ups women revisit their favourite young adult books with some new opinions and added sarcasm. In this episode, we will be revisiting Twilight Chapter 9. Obvious spoiler warning if you haven't read the series and why are you here? And a huge thank you to Fop Beatles for our amazing artwork. Hello, Fran. Hello, Chloe. I'm just going to put my phone away. <laughs> I do love that we're nine episodes in and we still can't remember our intro. <laughs> or outro. <laughs> Every time it's like, where's my phone? I need to check the thing. I bet we'll remember it once we're done with Twilight in a few years. Yeah, <laughs> and then go on to a new book. And then we can't remember the new thing, but we know the Twilight one. Speaking of new things, we're very close at the point of recording. We're very close to the release of Midnight Sun. Um, yes. which I have pre-ordered so that I've got it but I'm, I think I'm just not going to read it until we record it because I've never read it so I don't I might have like a little sneak peek into it <laughs> I did the same thing because I didn't read Life and Death either yeah I have it and the only thing I did was the other day when uh, I called you and reminded you how stupid the names were yeah <laughs> That's, that's all I know. <laughs> I've not read Life and Death because I just could not care. I'm like, she dies. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm excited to, to have it, but I probably won't read it. Or I will, and then just try and forget it. But I'm definitely going to get all of Twilight out of the way yeah. before I touch it. I've been enjoying all the little quotes. I've not I kept just not looking at them I know you you keep post like you keep posting them on our account I was like well every time I see I'm like no not gonna look at it (laughs) I don't want to have anything I just want (laughs) to yeah I like also also I just read like you know I think I read like two quotes and every time I was like what the fuck so (laughs) just not yeah though I can't remember which one it was one of them I was just like huh okay so yeah chapter nine quite a short chapter it was very short it was like 10 pages um i don't know in your book but i'm reading it in the um the flipping the, the flip one <laughs> the oh one yeah no I've, both. Just, I've just got the standard yeah. yeah so it was 10 pages of mine i was like oh that's really that's very short <laughs> do you want to do a rundown i have a very short rundown it's basically one sentence edward drives bella home from port angeles um, and they're having a discussion and he kind of basically admits that he's a vampire and Bella's just kind of like, yes, yeah, fine. And then he drops her off at home. And that's kind of it. It's really yeah. not that much. <laughs> it's not. Like, I only have this week, I have like three plot points. I see for me, I do, I do have a few, but it's kind of, I feel like all my points are kind of like either plot points but could also go into stuff that I want to talk about same with like the relationship and character development points it all all kind of like 
intertwines. Yeah. Well, we'll just, we'll try and follow our usual structure, but if one of us has it in a different place, we'll just, we'll just bring it up. Say, this being said, I do want to break our usual structure and just start with one thing to talk about, which is that this is the chapter where we stole our intro from. (laughs) I was really looking forward to it coming up. Like, when we sat trying to work out how to do, like, the main intro, that obviously we only recorded the once because we do not need to record that every time, I will laugh. And I just remember sitting, like, faffing around with the wording of it and just, like, knowing that at some point it was going to come up and I'd be like, yeah, there it is. <laughs> that made me just really excited. It's like the same situation. I mean, we spoke about this before where it's kind of, like, really excited when you watch a film and then you have the title of the film mentioned in the film. You're like, yeah. Like, when they said Twilight whilst we were reading Twilight. That was the last like, chapter. This, yeah, this is the same thing. It's the same level of excitement. <laughs> Um, I don't know which book we got the ending from. I, I think that might be book three. So it's going to be another exciting moment when we get to book three. Is it not in the last book? Surely we would have taken it from the last book. We probably didn't. It's probably from this one. <laughs> <laughs> well, we like will find age. out. We will find out in a few years, probably, because <laughs> it's going to take us ages to get all through the, for all these books. I love that there are other... So there's some other Twilight podcasts. Some of them are actually really enjoyable, but everyone's doing more than one chapter at a time. And we're just over here like, yeah, we're just doing one. <laughs> and also just every other week. <laughs> uh, wow. Just got to stick with us. Yeah. Or you don't. I don't care. <laughs> if you stick with us, you'll uh, be like experience our lives and the journeys we go on. Victoria. This time, like... Does anyone want that though? <laughs> I just, if you would like to keep up with the with daily reminders, not daily, bi-weekly reminders of Crookshanks, then <laughs> keep listening. Here he comes. <laughs> um, so back to the podcast. Yes, have, start uh, the start the situation here. <laughs> I have my first plot point. Yes, which was I had uh, forgotten about the whole conversation that they had about. How long have you been 17? Like a while. Because I always remembered it being in, in the, woods. the woods. And it was really like jarring and a bit awkward. Like he just like walked her off away from everyone else. Like they watched the uh, walk away. And then he like threw branches around and was like, oh, I'm really strong and I'm really fast. And then he like yanked her onto his back and like ran off into the sun. And it was all just a bit stupid. And, I, and it didn't feel very natural. Whereas the conversation in the car... I just forgotten it happened this way and it's just so natural and it's actually like feels like two people having a conversation um so I did like that 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 was a thing and that it did it did fall a lot better than in the film because the film version is so strange yeah no I have the same note that I completely forgot that they that that was just a conversation that they had in the car and not dramatically in the woods yeah it's so weird and I liked that she was like oh what happens in the sun do you like burn and he's like no that's a myth and she's like no but like what happens and he just said I'll just show you at some point like there wasn't that like that weird thing of like dragging her like he just he just like flips on his back and like runs off into the sunlight he's like this is the skin of a murderer um (laughs) or a monster whatever and she is like oh it's so beautiful whereas this I just like the fact that he's like look it's dark right now and I can't do anything about it and I'll just show you at some point and it's just such a casual conversation and I, I think this is the first, maybe the first conversation between them that hasn't felt 
like weird or awkward or like him being a massive predator or yeah. her being really obsessed. It was just like two people having a conversation about what's going on. Which was nice. Um, and my only other plot point, because everything else falls into everything else, is that I think Bella should get a therapist. Yes. Because it's just, every, like, nearly every chapter she talks about repressing memories. Like, she's like, oh, I'm having to repress stuff again. And I'm like, no, no, you don't have to repress stuff. Just talk to someone. Get a therapist. Or just talk to your friends. One or the other. Do something, Bella. Stop it. Um, I do have a few plot points, which, I mean, could also go into other categories. Um, mm-hmm. First of all, being Edward admitting that he followed Bella's scent, which I don't know, I just thought was really weird. Yeah. Like, overall, I mean, it's, this is more like a character development thing, but she just accepts everything just, like, far too easily. Like, I could yeah. just keep, every time I, I read this, I'm like, I'm trying to put myself in her shoes, and I just be like, What? <laughs> You, you followed my scent? <laughs> what does that even mean? Yeah. I just forever, I would just imagine like the Sims when, when they haven't showered in a while, just having this like green cloud like wafting by them. Um, yeah. <laughs> see, I just thought, I don't know. I just thought it was weird. Um, then what I did like about this chapter kind of um, continuing with what you said is that we get to learn about, you know, Stephanie Meyer's definition of vampires and this a bit more. Um, like that they don't sleep in coffins and like, you know, whatever, like making a bit more modern and it was in like a very casual manner, like you said. Yeah. Um, which was nice. And then I'll put that into relationships. Um this one that Bella goes into shock at home like her you know suddenly starting to violently shake and then being like apathic in the shower and not really noticing how hot the water is and whatever like that's that's a shock sign from a traumatic incident and this is you know again what we've been saying and what you've been saying is just the psychological stuff gets just not addressed and it will be so important yeah it's like this is this is literally signs after trauma that she would probably then have to deal with for you know a very long time if she doesn't get a therapist yes it's yes yeah, better get a therapist read it. <laughs> like it's so frustrating to read like stop it Just yeah stop it like i think I mean, reading the new book is going to be interesting to see, like, where she is, because I am aware that she's, like, changed as a person and stuff since she wrote this. Yeah. But just... Her... I'm interested to know what her life was like, because her ideas of, like, dealing with trauma are very strange. And they are... I know some people do deal with trauma by just, like, repressing it, but it's it's not healthy. And this is, like, promoting it almost, like, as a way to deal with it, because... This is a book aimed at young adults and it basically tells you that if you've had some trauma, just just repress it. I think it might come into play that she just grew up very religiously until like a very, you know, yeah, exactly. Not to say that every religion is like that or probably there are also Mormons out there who are a bit more tolerant or stuff like that. But I do think there is 
it's got to think of the whole, you know, turn it off like a life situation where it's just like, oh, you have these thoughts, just turn them off. Like, I think that comes a bit into play. I don't think that she's done it on purpose. And, you know, like you said, it might be interesting to see where she's at now. Be, you know, and obviously now mental health is such of a bigger conversation that we're having in, you know, in contrast to all these years ago. Um, So I do think that's a massive thing that comes into play. Just, you know, from the author's point of view, less than character. Yeah. Turn it up. Like <laughs> my favorite bit of that whole song though is like just it's like you find the box is gay and crush it. <laughs> it's like that, that. It's not like a dimmer switch because then you just tone it down. You've got to turn it off. <laughs> turn your depression off. Turn your trauma off. I wish it would work like that. Yeah. Um. I mean, if that's all of your plot, I've got some character development. Um, My first character development point is that um, in the chapter, Bella actually admits that what she did to Jacob was pretty rubbish. Yeah. And she doesn't like that she did that. And like she tells Edward it happened. She's pretty ashamed of it and a bit embarrassed. And I think it shows some growth in her. And shows her as a bit more than just being like a 2D character. Um, so I appreciated that quite a bit. Because it was pretty sucky. Don't do that to people. Yeah. Especially when they're children. <laughs> <laughs> He's a child. Jacob is a child. <laughs> for everyone who, for anyone who forgot. <laughs> anyone who forgot. Jacob is a child. <laughs> Let's be honest, the reason why he is a pro- Jacob is a predator is because Bella was one first. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, uh, I also like the fact they say, um, oh, you aren't concerned about my diet, he said sarcastically. Um, and I just really liked that Edward showed something more than being like grumpy or moody. Like, he was sarcastic. The whole conversation showed, like, a few ranges of emotions from Edward. Um, some of them I have more negative things to say about, but I liked his... Again, this is, like, in contrast to the film. Like, I liked the sarcasm that came with this when yeah. he's just like, aren't you concerned I'm going to eat you? <laughs> Whereas he's like, ask yourself the most basic question. What do we eat? And she's like, oh, like, I like, I liked the, you're not concerned about my diet? <laughs> that was great i like i liked it it was it was nice to see some improvement on edward because he's just been like this moody annoying guy the whole time still don't like him but it was nice to see something a bit different from him he feels a bit more teenager-y in the books in comparison to the films which i don't know if that's a good or a bad thing because he's 107 which then just means that he like his mind didn't evolve that much yes <laughs> yeah. like a 70 yeah. <laughs> <at> 107 <laughs> so that's debatable but <laughs> you know in a in kind of like two teenagers that both look 17 yeah. <laughs> it's a bit nicer um and i also loved how ridiculous bella was because 
he was telling her that it's really dangerous that they're alone together because you know he might eat her or something because he is a vampire and she just solely focused on the fact that he said that he'd made a mistake being there with her and uh that's kind of ridiculous <laughs> she starts crying yeah and and she keeps going about like oh hang on let me work this properly she's like talking about the fact that he doesn't want to be there and she was like oh i knew it kind of thing and it's just like bella what are you talking about he never said that he doesn't want to be there he said he wants to be there but it's it's not good yeah they shouldn't yeah it's literally not safe like at any minute he could eat you (laughs) get in your head bella like so yeah he says he's a vegetarian but he does he even says like they try and be vegetarian but like mistakes can happen um and like it it must be like really hard because i was just like trying to think about so even as a simple thing of when i was vegetarian for a bit i was rubbish at it because i'd be fine right i was absolutely fine someone was like cooking bacon and i'd be like "Mm, bacon it's not quite the same but it's how i imagine i can imagine what it's like you're like yeah all this like fake meat and all these vegetables they're great and then someone like bacon it's the same thing as okay this deer it tastes amazing but mm, human (laughs) i mean i can't relate to either of these examples but i get what you mean (laughs) right i'm trying to think of an example that wasn't related to being an actual vegetarian i just couldn't think of anything no it it makes sense i think for for people who are vegetarian because they just don't want to hurt animals Mm -hmm. that must really how it you know must be how it is i know um i had a friend who was vegetarian because of that reason he said it like killed him basically anytime he walked past someone barbecuing actual meat yeah it was always bacon thing is like i so i still don't eat a lot of meat like now like it's not like I have okay whilst I'm working at work I have a lot of chicken because there's no other choice (laughs) otherwise I can just have salad just lettuce I can just have lettuce (laughs) just one lettuce leaf yeah (laughs) just have a lettuce wrap um but I don't I don't buy a lot of meat I don't eat a lot of meat um but it's always bacon. I don't know what it is about bacon and me, but it just gets me. I think bacon is my own personal brand of heroin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. And someone, I'll be like, yeah, no, I don't need meat. And then I'll just smell bacon cooking. I'm like, yeah, bacon. <laughs> Give me that pig. <laughs> I'm very much aware you cannot relate to Give Me That Pig. It's I cannot, no. <laughs> I think the next bits I have are relationships. So yeah, that is all my... That's all my character development that I have. Yeah, I kind of have like a, I don't know. Um, well, one of them I already touched on with like her just being way too quick of like, yeah, okay, that guy says he can mind read. That guy says he drinks blood. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which normal person would react like that? It's like, oh, you say you don't sleep? Oh, that's fine. <laughs> you say you were hunting with your brother? Yes, that's, I accept that. <laughs> So I had it in my critique, so it just Bella just does my head in with the okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then 
the other thing is just why is she she always just picks out on the negative i mean like from what you said before it's kind of like that she's so focused on him on him saying that he doesn't want to be there even though he never said that he doesn't want to be there he just thinks he shouldn't be there because it's dangerous yeah it's the same thing with like that he he said to her that he can't read her mind and she's like oh my mind doesn't work right and he's like i can hear voices <laughs> i can hear yeah. i can hear i have voices in my head that are thoughts of other people and you think your mind isn't working right it's like bella what's up with you just listen to people she's like one of those one of those people who just pick out the stuff that they want to hear or don't want to hear yeah and then <laughs> got selective hearing yeah yeah that's bella stop <laughs> get a therapist <laughs> work on these issues <laughs> yeah i mean that's kind of and and the other thing like the other stuff we've already discussed like you've you you included them so um yeah and the rest is kind of also kind of ties into with relationships so i've um i've only got two relationships and then everything else i have is critique okay um and my two relationship points for that i i picked up on was really right at the end of the chapter so i i just love charlie he's such a good dad like he cares about her and <clears throat> like when she comes home he's just like oh hey Bella is that you like you're a bit like early because he thought she'd be back a bit later or whatever and she's talking about and like he actually listens to stuff because she was just saying oh I've left my coat in Jessica's car so I'm just gonna go phone her and he was like well she's not gonna be home yet is she because she's only just dropped you here and she's like oh yeah like he didn't just go, okay, like, I like the fact that he actually listens to everything she says. And, I, and then the more I see Charlie interact with her, the more I get annoyed that she doesn't, like, she just calls him Charlie and he's like, oh, it's Charlie, oh, I don't want to spend time here. Because he's such a good dad. Yeah. Like, he's so sweet and he listens and he remembers things. Like, he remembers about, like, the dates and, like, the fact that they were going to go get dresses. He knows when the school dances are. Like, so cute. <laughs> I love him so much. He's so precious. Whenever I say I hate men in this book, it's never about Charlie. Never. <laughs> I want him to be my dad. My dad. Like, my dad. It's, it's not like Carla. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I uh, do you know just before I say my next point, you know, in the I don't I don't remember happening in the book, you know, in the film when Jessica's like, oh, I wish Carlisle did adopt me, and I think she's meant to be talking because like then she'd be dating one of the Collins, but yeah. she's like, Daddy, <laughs> <laughs> um, which then leads into my second relationship point, which was um, Jessica, and she's just so precious and just I loved that like phone call because obviously she's dying to know what happened with Edward yeah. because like, who wouldn't like your friend just yeah. went on a date with someone that doesn't date anyone yeah and you'd be like oh my god what is going on that was so cute what happened tell me everything and I love she picked up on the social cues and was like yep yeah, sure your dad's there he's listening no trouble but you have to tell me later and I still feel like even though like Jessica is showing herself again to be a really good friend to Bella 
Mm. But I was just like, oh, <laughs> that bitch. <laughs> like, I really want her to be a better friend to Jessica. Yeah. I really do. Um, it just, I just, um, it just remind me, sorry, super random side note, but I recently saw this post where, you know, during New Moon when Bella's sulking in her room for months. Yes. Um, and the camera keeps turning around. I've never noticed that the pictures of her friends, like, get removed in the background. Oh. Um, oh, I didn't notice. To that. kind of signify that she kind of like loses them over the time because she's not, you know, not having contact with them anymore. And I'm like, Bella never had friends. <laughs> They're just there. Yeah. Like, it's not, that's not friendship that they're having. Ugh. But yeah. Next time we watch New Moon, you have to yeah. look out for that. <laughs> I remember that. Good to know. The more um, you know. <laughs> that's, that's my only relationship points I have. Uh, well, I'll touch up on a few. I mean, these are probably also, could go in critique as well. Um, some relationship points between Edward and Bella is just, they're so obsessed with each other. Just the whole, is like, oh, Edward's saying, like, oh, he feels anxious every time he's away from Bella. And then Bella being like, oh, but I'm also so anxious when you're away. And you're like, oh, you don't even know each other for that long. Why are you so, it's like, why are you so obsessed with me? <laughs> But just both with each other. Like, it's just, it's like too much too soon. Yeah. I feel like. And then also touching on that being like when Edward is like, oh God, I, I must have got on an Emmett's nerves for the whole like three day hunting trip. <laughs> just imagine. Just, just them being like out, you know, and trying to catch some like deer or bears or whatever. And, you know, trying to be quiet and, you know, I don't know waiting for the right moment to attack and then Edward just being like super noisy the whole time so like oh, I'm so worried about Bella and like what's wrong with Bella and like how do I like approach her but like because I want to be her friend but also I'm a vampire so I can on and Emma just being there like just so, so over it and so annoyed with it. <laughs> I imagine the whole trip is like they're like so there's like Emmett like stealth hunting a bear right now and then you can just hear Edward being like yeah but what if she doesn't like me anymore what if she fell down she might have fallen down and then Emmett's just like I'm bored of this and then just starts thinking about something him. horrendous like he just like yeah just like starts being like oh, I've got a song that I'll get on you know it's getting on you know and just like in his head and that's all Edward can hear for the whole trip <laughs> I could also just imagine just, you know, Edward just going on and just not noticing Emma, Emma just walking off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I hope we're going to get some insight on that bit in the, oh. in the new book. And I hope it's going to be funny because in my head, it's hilarious. Yeah, Emmett's definitely winding him up because I feel like Emmett gets bored of listening to it and then we'll definitely start thinking about something that's... And then Edward's like, what are you doing that for? <laughs> Like, he'll just, like, aggressively think about having sex with Rosalie. Yeah. Just, like, <laughs> thinking it, thinking all the disgusting rough things they can do to Rosalie right now. And Edward's like, oh, my God, stop! <laughs> don't want to hear that. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited for that scene. Um, I hope it's going to be in Midnight Sun. Um, and then also what I kind of like is that when... Bella spoke about Jacob, you could already also kind of tell that Edward's not too keen. Mm -hmm. um, which, I mean, I think we've discussed this like previously before, where there were like already hints to kind of their yeah. relationship being established. 
um so yeah i did i did kind of like i don't know if i liked it but it was cool <laughs> it was it was there <laughs> make, make of that what you will it exists i i appreciate like the the hints or like yeah. you know that you notice now rereading it with having the other books in mind um is there anything else i don't really think so no that's kind of the rest we already touched on it's just yeah mostly just edward and bella just being so obsessed with each other in a just not really healthy way like that's just you've known each other for a few weeks yeah he's not even talked to you for the majority of the time that you know him it's so weird <laughs> he watches you while you sleep <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Oh, that haunts me still. Yeah, <laughs> can't wait to get to that chapter. <laughs> do, do you see the Curtis video where he kind of does the edits of, you know, like using his green screen and like edits what people recommend him to do? Yeah. Like in this one direction, the guy from One Direction is being in your ear. Like, yeah, hey, I'm in here. <laughs> it's kind of like what I imagine. And <laughs> to be in Bear's room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay. I feel like every single night a different family member is outside Bella's window going, Rest it. I just keep imagining interventions like every time it comes at home and I'm yeah. very concerned for you. <laughs> Do you know that vine where they're like, Zach, stop? Zach, stop! And he's just doing that like weird, like little thing. That like Zach, stop! You're gonna get arrested. Then you see him being arrested later. That's like Edward and his family. <laughs> yes. Oh, um, as we're talking about Edward, it moves nicely into my first critique. Okay. Uh, which is why is Edward driving so recklessly? It makes literally no sense. And. When she's like, Edward, slow down, be careful. He's like, oh, I can think what people are going to do. Like, that, that doesn't really work, though. That's not how driving works. Because even if you can read people's minds, no one is thinking, in a minute, I'm going to indicate, move into this lane. I'm going to move into this lane. And no one is doing that. People are just, like, really driving. And how, like, focused you have to be on every single person's mind that is driving right then to, like, listen to when anyone's going to pull over. Also, if someone suddenly needs to brake because something runs out in front of the road, he's not going to have enough time from him hearing that they're going to break to break and not crash into them. Yeah, I don't know. It's not also, how driving works. The other thing um, is also that he says, oh, like, because he yeah, tapped to his head and then also said kind of like, oh, a speeding indicator thing or whatever he said, where it's like, I think basically that he means that he can detect speeding cameras, which sometimes they're really well hidden. I don't know. Is that like a vampire? Is that like a skill that vampires have? Just detecting speed cameras? I thought he meant he had like a radar for like, because he knows when people are going to like move lanes and stuff because he can Maybe. I'm just, I'm just wondering about that because then he said like, oh, he, he's never had a speeding ticket. And then he said something about that. Um, I don't remember the exact line. So I thought, I mean, obviously, yes, they're like him thinking yeah. that he can read people's minds while they're driving but also i thought that he meant it with like he, he knows where speeding cameras are but then also there must have just been really annoying driving it's i kind of imagine it for myself to be like we have these stupid speed bumps here in london yeah. like excessively i mean you, you have them 
where you live as well. But like here in London, some roads, they're excessively. And I know you're supposed to slow people down, but what most people do is just, they just Love. race, brake, drive over them slowly, race, brake. And that's how I imagine it to be. And I get so motion sick every time. Like, I don't mind it when I'm driving myself, but every time with an Uber, especially if they're um, automatic, I just want to puke my guts out. Like, yeah, I would not be a fan of Edward's driving. Also, he's like, well, I can't die from this, so it's fine. And she's like, I can. (laughs) And he's like, oh, yeah. And then just speeds, like, it's uh, speeds down. (laughs) He does Tony slows Bissler. down just a little bit and he's still going quite fast and I'm just like dude respect Thank the fact you. that she's like scared for her life and actually drive a normal speed and he's like oh this is so slow and she's like this is really fast still and he's like oh this is a stupid little boy racer Edward stop being so reckless I hate you I bet Edward is one of those guys who just dream of driving on the motorway in Germany which apparently so many people do <laughs> that like like driving I, d- I don't like, I mean, I do like driving fast, mm-hmm. um, but I don't know. I, I still prefer having a speed limit. Yeah. Like, it scares me. So, I, I don't know. I would not be a fan of Edward's driving. I would just keep shouting at him. It's like, I don't care if you're a vampire, you have all the skills. Don't be on your phone and drive on the right, like, drive in the speed limit. Yeah. Oh, God. Ah. <sighs> <sighs> Um, although you've already touched on it, but when he's uh, uh, she's like, oh, I'm such a freak, and he's like, I hear voices in my ha- mind, and you're the freak. I just, oh, I just, I hate this all the time. It's like a constant, like, Bella has to put herself down about something that because, oh, I'm just a stupid human, I can only do human things, and it's the most boring thing in the world now. I feel like they're trying to, like, out, out worse each other. <laughs> I just, I feel like it must be uh, Stephanie's way of just trying to show how different they are. Mm-hmm. And so when he says, I can read minds, uh, she has to have such a reaction so that you remember that she is just a human. But it just, it just feels a little bit too much and it's just really annoying and it just winds me up now. Yeah. Like, if someone tells me they can read minds of other people by you know like hearing voices in his head like I, i'm not talking about if you have a mental illness mm-hmm. where you hear voices in your head but if someone's like yeah i can read minds i hear i hear their voices in my head i just be like fucking weirdo <laughs> yeah. like, oh, you can't hear mine <laughs> yeah i would have so many questions i wouldn't be like but you can't read my mind no okay fine whatever like it's cool that you can read minds though like, i would be like can we have a conversation? I have so many questions. I just go home and tell my tell my chief dad that that guy is really odd and maybe should be arrested. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, amazing. What else do you have? Um, so she says about the fact that she did some research into vampires. And again, she said nothing fit most... Uh, nothing fit most of it was kind of silly and we just know that's an absolute lie because definitely the stuff she read related back to being a vampire and it's the same as last time when we read that line it just really bugs me because these vampires aren't that different to the standard like vampires like they they follow very much the vampire trope like they just sparkle they don't like burst into flame or get burned by the sun 
but they're strong, they're fast, they're immortal, they're cold, they're pale, they drink blood. Yeah. Um, and they're not the first vampires that decide to live off animals. I've There's been other vampires that don't drink human blood. I mean, in true blood, they drink synthetic blood. In Interview with a Vampire, he lives off, like, rat blood for a bit. Like, yeah. This isn't new, and there's no point trying to say it's a new thing because even like I said before when I did I did my own research into vampires and stuff there's there's a lot of things that fall into the same category and she definitely would have seen stuff and it really annoys me that there's this like a heavy implication that the there is nothing that there's nothing about these vampires these are a new type of vampire when they're not they just sparkle and I can understand if she said there was a few things here and there but I couldn't quite place things but she doesn't know they sparkle she knows he's cold. She thinks he's fast and strong. So she could just say, like, I'm not 100% sure. A few things matched up. There's a lot of different myths out there. So yeah. Some of those things I'm not sure about. But to say that nothing matches is so stupid. It just shows like, either a lack of research on the author's behalf or just like the lack of knowledge of any vampire ever. <laughs> or just like arrogance and that you you've invented this new thing or just or just a very odd filter on bella's search engine (laughs) (laughs) ah that blooming thing again charlie just put it on there it's like oh god she's gonna look at some weird stuff so i think my other i have like three points that i'd say are a bit more random so i'll get to them when you're done with your critiques yeah, I've just got one random one, but that's because I suddenly remember something we talked about ages ago and it never and then I didn't bring it back up again. Um where was I? Um when she says Is that your random one now? Or is no, it's critique? still critiques. Okay, I've yeah. got mm-hmm. one, two, three. I've got three left. Yeah. So she says about the fact that she's noticed that his hunger affects his mood. And she's like, oh, men are rubbish when they're hungry. And hunger affects everyone. And in this household, I am the worst. Like, Ben gets hungry, but I get really hangry. Like, I, I, like, I definitely need to be fed when I get hungry. And I'm just the worst person. I'm so moody. So I don't think you're going to say, oh, men are the worst when they're hungry. Like, that, like, it's like some kind of implication that women are better at dealing with their hunger. Not all of us are. I'm useless at being hungry. I get so angry and moody at everybody. Don't just try and... Like, we can blame men at a lot of things and say they're rubbish at stuff, but we can't just put a hanger on just men. <laughs> it's pretty much an equal thing there. Oh, yeah, no, because I thought... Cause especially because it says something like, um, you know, I I imagine, like, hanger, hang, hung, hunger <laughs> affects your mood, especially men are crabbier when they're hungry. Yeah. Like I'm also I'm 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 bad with um when I'm hungry I'll either get super angry or just cry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid Bella. <laughs> um I also hate how he constantly treats Bella like she's a porcelain doll. I <sighs> he is like, oh, God, you got scabs on your hand, you've fallen over. I knew I should have been around. And like, he is 
just like oh, I have to be around you 24 7 unless you're gonna hurt yourself like she's a human and she's gonna fall down and hurt herself it's not like she's had like a serious I can understand that if every time he wasn't around her she got hit by cars like run over by trains fell out of airplanes or something but she has just pretty standard accidents and none of them are really bad like she'll just like scrape an knee and bump her head here and there and he genuinely treats her like she's gonna break if she does anything yeah. and it really winds me up because I'm just like do you know what stop she doesn't need to be treated like this she's not your doll she's a person um and my final point is that i i'm uh, i get i got really angry because whilst i was reading it because he says to her like what what was your face about when i came around the corner like what were you thinking and she was just like oh what was your face about I can't remember the exact words, but he asks, like, what her face was doing. And she said, I was thinking about how to defend myself. And he was like, oh, why didn't you try and run away? And she's like, I'd fall over. And he, he basically criticises her for trying to think of how to attack her attackers. Yeah. It's like, what? <laughs> I would be like, good work. Like, at least you're trying to think of how you could defend yourself. And not just be like, oh, you should have run, Bella. Like, she's, always, <laughs> she's not very good at running. And he's just like, oh, you couldn't find... Me, 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 me. Why didn't you scream? Yeah. Like, why was there a problem with the fact that she was trying to, like, think about her uh, self-defense training? That's yeah. genuinely the perfect thing to be doing in that moment. Self-defense. What is he talking about? <laughs> why is he having a go at her for this? And then it just... I'm then thinking about people reading that, and that translates as don't try and defend yourself just do a scream <laughs> no, if you know how to defend yourself do it sometimes violence is the answer <laughs> <laughs> honestly um it just made me so mad like yeah stupid there was nothing wrong with what she did like ugh, i hate him he's the worst so what was your face about <laughs> <laughs> he did he did ask something i was like what did you do with her face or what? he was asking why her face looked a certain way but i can't remember the actual wording but we'll just go with i don't think i don't think the actual wording was great either so um, and uh yeah that's the only point i've got left is just like a random it's a random point yeah i won't i've got now i have two random points because we touched on the the man being crabbier when they're hungry mm-hmm. um I back on Edward's horrendous driving. <laughs> yeah, I do kind of relate that he says he doesn't like his driving being criticised <laughs> because I'm the same. <laughs> like, I I love my mum. Hate driving with her as a passenger. <laughs> um, makes me furious. I'm I'm just I was uh, about to just stop in the middle of a motorway once and be like, gal. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I relate to that, even though you know my driving is near is is not near as whatever Edward's driving is. <laughs> and then my other random point was um, when Edward says, "I mean, I mean, you what? How you said the whole you know food situation? Um, I fully understand that, and that's how I see it too. But he just said, you know, he compared you know drinking animal blood." to drinking soy milk and eating tofu in a way of like it's fine but like it doesn't satisfy you I'm like I take puzzle offense to that because <laughs> um I've been vegan for like seven or eight years now and I'm perfectly satisfied with my soy milk and my tofu <laughs> 
I mean, I fully, I fully get it, you know, in the, you know, in the way that we said a few minutes ago, but it just kind of like, you know, it does satisfy you. It's like, I, it does, it does satisfy me and a lot of my other vegan, vegan friends. But then like we're, when most of us are vegan because we just don't really like the taste or the smell or animal products anymore. So obviously that's different than doing it for, yeah, other reasons. Um, But yeah, I just felt that was like, Edward, you don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, veganism. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Also, Mm -hmm. he compares them to being vegetarian, not vegan. So why are you having soy milk, Edward? You lactose intolerant? (laughs) Not man enough for cow's milk? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I just, um, I almost said the tofu bit. Because that makes sense. You can have that as a, as a meat replacement. Maybe she couldn't think about anything else apart from tofu. Maybe she wasn't allowed to say corn because she was only sponsored by Volvo. Yeah. <laughs> also, I know if corn was a thing back then. Oh, it's been a thing for ages. That's okay. what I had when I was vegetarian and that was yeah. whilst I was at school. Interesting. Well, I mean, just so you know, Edward, there is a lot of you know meat replacement options out there that are very great. And us vegans are fine with that decision. We we are satisfied. <laughs> Every time you say satisfied, I've just got Hamilton in my head. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> yeah, I just have one random point, and it's not anything that's been written in the chapter. It's what's been lacking in the book that we said we'd bring back up. I think it was. So it was back in probably episode four. I think that's when the crash happened maybe three or four three where she's almost run over yeah is that chapter three i don't know anyway in episode like three i'm just making up now because i'm pretty sure i do think it might be three or four it was um at the beginning so um yeah back in episode three we talked about the gaslighting and how the um the scene in the book and the film are very different and the film seemed to handle things a bit better and then I brought up the fact that he was like oh it's the fluorescence and you were like no that's in the greenhouse and then I said well we'll get there when it comes up in the book it hasn't (laughs) so it just proves that he is awful in the books and the film at least he tried to um make up excuses rather than just being like no Bella you're dumb no that's stupid that didn't happen um so that was which we point. love, which yeah. we love in a relationship or just in general. Right. Um, so now I was waiting until it got to a point where I was like, it's definitely not going to turn up. But now that she's talked about it and he's like, yeah, I'm a vampire. I was like, okay, yeah, this isn't, this isn't going to be coming up now. So I'm guessing that was it. The fluorescence was added. So yeah, I still stand by the fact that everything was less gaslighty in the, in the films. Yeah. So although that scene, all that stuff was handled better in the film, the confession of being a vampire in that scene was worse in the film because I like the casual conversation in the car rather than the weird, like, passive-aggressive, throwing things around, temper tantrum in the woods. (laughs) Yes. (sighs) I'm just just thinking now about the whole... I'm, like, wondering if Edward's going to go home and it's like, guys, did it told her I'm a vampire and then just the whole family just kicking off on him just frozenly like trying to rip his head off yeah I I also wonder if it's one of those things like you know how like 
You know how Batman always tells his girlfriend that he's Batman? Yeah. Like, Bruce Wayne would be like, by the way, I'm Batman. And Alfred must just be like, oh, facepalm every single time. And I know Edward doesn't done this a lot, but I can just imagine Carlisle just having the same, like, facepalm. Just like, why have you done this? <laughs> like, oh. And I, I imagine, like, Alice is going to be like, I saw this coming. <laughs> and um, Jasper will feel some kind of way about it. I imagine Esme will just try and be like really rational and reasonable and be like, oh, it's really sweet because like we've all got a partner and Edward's the only one who hasn't. So that's really lovely. And she'll be like, she'll be really happy for him. And Rosalie is quite clearly like smashing the whole house up whilst Emma's like, babe, 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 but babe. <laughs> And she's just like, go away, Emmett. Just let me have these feelings. And he's like, okay, babe. I feel like Emmett uses babe a lot when he talks to Rosalie. <laughs> he just seems like that kind of guy. Yeah, he does. <laughs> I just kind of imagine, I don't know, do you know that, that meme where, I don't know from what TV show it is, when the guy like brings in pizza and like, it's like the whole like flats on fire and people just chat. Yes. <laughs> that. <laughs> Uh, I do I just I do actually love Emmett and I don't know if I love Emmett because of everything outside of the books and the films yeah or if it's Emmett from the books or the films because it's the same with a lot of things I get really confused what's real life I just read I read so many like fan fictions or theories or like when people post like little memes and I forget what people are actually like within the world that was created (laughs) Now I'm looking forward to meeting the book Cullens, um, yeah. and especially you know with Rosalie as well. Or also you know then meeting the book Cullens and Midnight Sun, where we apparently get a lot more backstory to them, because yeah. I feel like in the films it was really easy to label Rosalie as such a bitch, mm-hmm. which I think has potential to just you know, not being seen that way because all her, like, with her backstory and her face, like, it all makes sense. I'm like, you you would react the same way yeah. if you just have your weirdo brother who just thinks he's, like, he's, like, obsessed with this girl and you're, like, he's going to get us all killed. So you obviously wouldn't be happy about that either. So, um, yeah. no, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to um, meeting book Cullens and seeing if they're the same as film Cullens. Because Edward isn't really, is he? <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see how the, the rest of this conversation about him being a vampire pans out because so far I'm really, enjo- I'm actually really enjoying it. Yeah. Uh, so we'll just, we'll just see how that goes. Okay, so that rounds up everything for today's episode. I'd say a special thank you to Basil for our cover artwork. You can find him on Instagram at FopDoodles. You can find us on Instagram at Breaking Down Podcast or email us at breakingdown.podcast at gmail.com. Uh, and another little reminder that we do have a Patreon if you're interested. It's got nothing on it yet, but there you go. Our intro music is by Kevin McLeod and our outro music is by Silent Side. And remember, guys, it's not the end. It's the beginning. I forgot for a second where they were called Angelis. But Angelis, I will I never know how to pronounce it. Will I ever know? No, I don't. Let me redo the whole thing. <laughs>